Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Serving While Being Served. I am your host with the most, Nurse Monroe, and I am overly joyed and excited to be coming to you with another episode of my beloved podcast. I know that the consistency isn't there, baby. I know it's not, but the Lord is working on me, and I pray, I pray, and I know that he will put that consistency in my spirit. He will move it, and if you need that consistency spirit, baby, that disciplined spirit, I send it your way, and I hope that wherever you are listening um that peace give you you know peace be still and that you stay in a, a a wonderful space and you catch this word but also I wanted to share some news if I know it's been a minute since I've been with you guys you probably do not know if you do know well I'm letting you know I'm officially a mother I have been a mother for two months two glorious months on September the 21st my baby will be two months my astro boy I love him he is he is just a, just a wonderful child I'm just so blessed to have him and um, he is a constant testimony of, of what I'm, the message and the word I'm getting ready to share today. Um, every time I look at him, I'm currently watching him on the baby monitor praying. He don't make no swift moves, baby. But we have a word that we need to share in today's episode. Oh, before we get started, a little bit of maintenance around here. If you are not a part of any of my families, please family join. I am nurse underscore Monroe at Instagram. I am nurse Monroe um, on YouTube, nurse Monroe 22. I'm still up in the air about changing my name. I still think I'm going to change my name. I think a rebranding is coming. I feel it. But I'm just, I just don't want to move ahead of God, you know, and I don't want to do anything that is not divinely directed by my father, God. I want everything to be what he wants me to do, walking in my purpose. And I just don't want to move ahead. And I've done that so many times. We've even spoke on this here podcast about moving ahead of, of God. And I just don't want to do it. So I'm just I'm just in this season here. And, and that, that goes to this word here. So what we're going to be talking about, the topic is, I love this title. Everything is late, honey. Lately, but not my God. Everything is late lately, but not my Father God. When I tell you he is always, he's an on-time God. Come on, y'all. Yes, he is. Oh, 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 oh. He's a, that's one of my favorite songs. I'm going <laughs> to, not me singing, get into it. But like I said, um, he is an on-time God. He's never late. He's never late. He's never late. And and let's just so most of the time, um, when you sit down and you pray, I know this is me. My expectations is that the prayer is going to come into fruition. It's as quickly as I pray it, I want God to cut to touch it. Okay. I want him to put his hands on it. Okay. I want it to happen. I want the hymns of his garment to sweep right past it and it and it just whoop, snap of the finger and it happens. But let me tell you something. That is not how um, God works. And sometimes mentally, worldly, fleshly, we think, you know, why isn't he coming fast? He's late. He's not coming on time. But if you look back at God's track record, if you look back at, um, his success rate with you, it's, it's a hundred percent. He's always came when he needed to come. He's always hit you with that blessing right on time. And if you really dig deeply, which I want you to start doing, you'll notice that you learned something you poured something out of that situation that time that you were in that season of waiting you ended up bringing something out of you that you never knew you had you either strengthened your faith you either got closer to God you either understood how God worked you either got more understanding of yourself you know what what are your limitations what are your levels but it's always a lesson behind it and I want you to understand that God is not going to be on time 
on your time. He's going to be on his time. He's on time, but he's not going to be on your time because he already knows. Remember, he is the God of know of everything. So he already knows how this is going to play out. But he needs you to pull something out of this. He needs to get you to get to another level of faith. He needs you to truly depend on him. That's the season I'm in right now. I'm in the I'm in hundred percent dependent on the Lord season. Okay, let me tell you about this season. This is a wild season. It's a wild one. Okay, so I am a I'm I'm a big girl. I'm a, I'm big on c- control. Control is my thing. You know, we talked. I've talked to you about this before. God is constantly working on me with the control. And letting the control go, not going ahead of God, not trying to rear-rear God and push him in the direction I want him to go into, but stay in the direction he wants me to go into. So um, I made a decision, I think like maybe a week or two ago, and I'm just like, you know, because right now there's a lot of different things trans, transcending in my life. Right now God is doing something new in me. Um, and like I told you in the last episode of the podcast, a couple of them, I knew that, you know, me becoming a mother, that God was going to transcend me to another level and he was going to do something new in me. But in order for him to do this new in me and to do new things in you, you have to relinquish, relinquish control. You have to say, you know what? You just take the steer. You just, you just direct me. You just leave me. I'm just going to sit back and I'm just going to let this beautiful narrative play out. So that sounds great. <laughs> it sounds wonderful, doesn't it? Yes, it does. But baby, I'm going through it. Um, I am going through it. I have been blessed that I did not suffer. I truly don't think I suffer from any postpartum. I prayed the postpartum spirit away. And I also think that I did not suffer from postpartum because I had a, I had, my husband is an extremely wonderful father, a present father, a supportive father. And and also, I just think because God covered me, okay? I did kind of almost slip into that rabbit hole a little bit, but I just, I slid, but I prayed myself, okay? Yes, won't he do? Prayed myself right on up out of that. But like I say, I knew he was going to do something new to me in this season. And I knew that this was going to be one of the most challenging seasons yet to have. And not because I am not raising, you know, another human being irresponsible for this gift that God blessed me with, but because God is getting ready to take me and my brand and everything to another level. But I, it's, it's a season of learning and it's a season of letting go. And in order for me, and, and, and a lot of times when you, when you, you have to understand God knows when he's going to take you to another place. So in order for you to be ready for that other place, he sometimes leaves you in this, this waiting area. Okay. All right. And he, and in this waiting area, what you're supposed to do. Okay. You're supposed to be praying, learning, you know, asking for patience, working out, um, you know, eating well, you know, trying to limit your sin, trying to limit, you know, being outside, trying to limit, you know, the secondary mute, you know, just, just really, you know, really get diving deep into there and just being one of the, you know, a great saint. And, 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 you know, we, we, no one is perfect. No one is, we know that, you know, so I won't want you to think that we, you know, it's supposed to be a perfectionist waiting time, but you just supposed to be working on being a better you. And I noticed that, um, the enemy likes to take that waiting time and he likes to attack our minds. So you have to remember that when, uh, when the enemy can't get you in any other shape or form, when you prayed up, when you got this going on, when you got that going on, attacking the mind is like one of his favorite things to do. It, first of all, it's the easiest thing to do because realistically he can send you one thought and it could take you down and through there for the entire day. When I tell you, you could like, and you will take that, that one negative thought and you will unravel it. Okay, keep unraveling, keep taking piece at the piece at the piece until now you have literally created a whole situation that's never going to happen. Okay, 
You have literally put yourself in a horrible mood. You literally have pulled yourself away from growing your faith and staying faithful. You literally have also taken the excitement out of the moment because you have to remember that God is also is I love God is all about the excitement, okay? He's all about giving you the voila. He's all about see, I told you. So he all about okay, go ahead open that door. He all about see, look. He all about pull that ribbon. He all about uncover that because he knows Okay, he knows what he's going to do and he knows how he can do it and he can really get that boom effect from you. And the more boom effect that God gives you, I've noticed, okay, and this is just not, this may not sound too good, but this is just how it works for me. I, I love it when God comes up and surprises and do some wildlife for me because then that just puts me and it just puts me in a more faithful place. It puts me in a stronger place. You know, and then it makes me want to chase after God more. And 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 the, and the blessings don't even have to. I, I think y'all thinking materialistic things. I'm talking about just when he removes a particular issue from out of your life. When he removes a particular vice from out of your life. When he removes a weakness from out of your life. When he transcends you. When he changes you. It's like he'll just do it and you'll just wake up one day and you'll just completely be this new person and you'll be just completely, you know, just breathing different and speaking different and walking different. And that's the voila of God that I love. And that that right there, because you know God is the only one that can do it. You try to do it so many times on your own. That right there is going to make you chase after God. Chase after him like you've never chased after him before. When I tell y'all, I wish y'all could see how my son is sleeping. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> this man here is sleeping. I why would you now why would you put your face down there like that? Anywho, my baby all right, but he's just something different. But like I said, I, I just I get excited when God hits me with the wild because I know that this is just gonna open up a whole nother level of faith, a whole nother level of growing in the word, a whole nother level of just trusting God. And that's what I want. You know, I want to be the best that I can be, you know, in order for these levels that God, that he takes me to in order for me to successfully complete them in order for me to really truly walk in my purpose in them. So that's why it's important to realize that God is not late. It's really that you are rushing and you are not taking this season of waiting as what it really is. And it's a season of education and learning, of growing, of getting better. So, you know, that's just how you have to look at it. And you have to constantly keep praying every day, praying away the negative thoughts, praying away um, the enemy trying to come through and tell you it's never going to happen, you know, or if it does happen, you're not going to, you're not going to handle it well, or you're not going to know how to handle it well, or you're not going to be prepared. And you just have to spin it around and say, I'm going to be prepared, you know, and if it doesn't happen, I know God has something greater that's going to happen because that's what it is. If it doesn't happen the way that, you know, you prayed about it, or you, you visually seen it, or you felt that it's going to happen. God has something greater for you. It's a bigger blessing coming. And that should make you excited all together okay so when something doesn't work the way I want it to work when things haven't worked the way I wanted them to work I know there's a bigger blessing ahead I know that God really is getting ready to show up and show out you know so you just have to sit in those moments and you have to create a space 
where you are accepting of anything that's going to happen because you know God is in control of everything. So even if, let's say, it looks a little gloomy and it's not given the color that you thought it was going to be, just know that when you get up close to it, it's beautiful, it's gorgeous, it's exactly how you want it to be because it's all God and it's all him and he put his all into it. So I think that's just what it is. You can't have these expectations for God like he is walking this earth and he's one of us. I think that's another thing too. You have to remember that God is God. He is him. He is who he's going to be. He is the only one. He's the originator. Okay. Never the duplicator. And you are going to get something special every time you put trust in him. Every time you look at him for the blessings, every time you give up those feelings of fear, those feelings of depression and anxiety, you replace them with faith and strength. God is always going to come through. And that's just bottom line. You, 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 that's just what you got to know. You got to know. You got to sit back and really look at your life. You got to look at the times that you really handed it over to God and how it played out. And I'm telling you, you're going you, you gonna to be like, you know what? She's right. He does come through. He does hit me with the wild eye. He does show up right on time. Right when you thought that something was going to fall apart, he come right through. Right through with a, with a new blueprint on it. With a new plan. With a new financial blessing, with a new spiritual blessing, with a new mental blessing, with a new bringing, you know what? And God is also the God of bringing the right entities and the right people into your life too. So people don't really realize that, you know, God made us for us to help each other, love each other, grow with each other. So a lot of times, you know, especially me, me, I get into this um, energy and I'm, I'm really working on this too, especially now that I have a child, I have to work on this where I would feel like I can do everything by myself. I'm not big on asking for help. And it's not because I've been disappointed because I have a great tribe. I have a great family. It's just because it's my pride. And it's just like, I, I've worked so hard to get to where I'm at. And I just never have ever wanted anyone to be like, well, you know, I did help her get there. <laughs> you know, I was there with her. You know, I was there shooting with her in the gym. You know, I was there handing her the ball. You know, I cleaned the floor floor. Like, I never wanted anybody to say that to me and say that about me. And, you know, people, people have tried. And, and I've, had to, I've had to bring the receipts, baby, because I am the queen of receipts. Lord is still working on me because you really, you know, sometimes you don't need the receipts. You, you're not supposed to have them receipts. You're just supposed to let the blessing speak for itself, you know, a, a, a saint would say. But God's still working on me, baby. I keep receipts. So when people want to play in my face, I normally have some paperwork that I can bring to show them that playing in my face would be not behoove of them and that it will not work in their favor. <laughs> I'm just being honest with no. You know, so I am. I'm that person where I'm not asking for help. But God will bring the right person at the right time into your life and he will take you to another level. That person will help you go to another level. You know, that person will be living and breathing new ideas, new life into you. And you will be like, wait a minute, like what's going on? And the important thing is that you always have to, you know, stay in prayer and ask God to constantly remove the people that you do not need. And for you to also get the people that you do need. That is an assignment in the waiting season that you could you could work on all the time. Constantly sifting through and asking God to weave out, weed out the people who are not supposed to be there so that when you do get there, you're prepared. You know, it's just, it's so much you can do, you know, when you're feeling like when you're having this moment, like, oh, God's being late. He's not on time. Like, where is he? Is this going to happen? Like something is due. They about to come get this. Like I, it, what's going on? Just know he's there. He's coming. He's there. He's coming. He's really already, he's already came. He's really already fixed it. Okay. It's just that he needs for you to slow down and for you to put your trust and your faith in him and for you to learn and get what you need to learn and get in this situation. That's what it is. 
That's bottom line. And and it's so much beauty in that. And that's what I have to, I, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, I am fighting with this currently myself. So that's why I felt this episode was so important because I feel like, you know, so much, so much is going on in the world right now. And um, so many things are changing. You know, so many positive things are happening. So many negative things are happening. But I feel like, particularly for my generation, we, a lot of us are, are dealing with, with things we're waiting for. You know, things we prayed on, um, things we're honorably asked God for. And we just feel like, uh, where, God, where you at? Where are you? I mean, when you, when you, what time are you coming? I called your phone. You didn't answer. Like, that's where we're at. And, and it's completely okay to be there. You know, but what I want for you to do is to work and to pray yourself out of that and to keep your mind clear and to keep your faith strong, you know, and to keep the enemy out of your thoughts, you know, keep him from destroying the current. And and another thing I want you to understand is that when you are not enjoying the waiting season, you're still in the joy from the current season. Oh, won't they do? Ah, you are stealing the joy from the current season. So you are always currently living in a prayer. You are always, I don't care what you say. If you are a prayer, if you are strong in your prayer and you know, some of us, you know, don't even know that it came out as a prayer, but you're living in a prayer. You're living in something that you asked God for. Okay. So when you keep looking ahead to other things that you currently are looking for, asking God for, you're not enjoying what he's already blessed you with. Okay. And that's why it's important that when you do feel like you're in a waiting season, you also take it one day at a time because God is going to give you just enough. And I, I, I don't, I've heard so many bishops preach on this before, and I don't remember the particular scripture It's multiple scriptures. They took it from, but you know, understanding that God always is going to give you what you need for the day. He's going to give you enough faith for the day. He's going to give you the strength for the day. He's going to give you everything. It, what, what your job is, is to pull that out. The job is for you to pull it out. The, the job is for you to ask for it. The job is for you to keep a clear mind so it's there and just enjoy. Really, realistically, God just wants you to be happy like 99.9% of the time. Like 99% of the time, you're supposed to walk around here happy. Like enjoying life, laughing, house can be on fire. Oh, it's okay. Sorry. I'm telling you, realistically, that's what it's supposed to be. Because God didn't put us on this earth for us to be in so much strife, worry, anxiety, depression. He didn't put us here for that because he is the God I am. So he's already making it do what it do. You just need to take what he gave you and the bank of love for the day. Enjoy your day. Okay. And pray away any negativities, switch your thinking, switch your thoughts around. Whenever you feel the enemy coming up with some foolishness, strike it down, pray it down and don't dissect it. Don't pull it apart. Don't think deep into it. Don't ask people about it. That's another thing too. When you, you when the, the enemy will put an idea in my hand and I go to my husband and talk to him about it and now it's in my husband's head and now both of us are sitting here looking stupid. <laughs> because I accepted the what I accepted the foolishness and I took the foolishness, carried it into the room, asked my husband about it. My husband is not because you know me and my husband when, when you're married, when you are as one, when you guys are you know are dealing with life as all together, you both are praying together, but you also have individual prayers and things going on. And you and I notice me and my husband are both we're different places in our spirituality. Um you know, so I, you know, I'm a little bit more further than my husband is. Okay. My husband is there, but I'm just a little bit more deeper than he is. So, 
a lot of times I'm coming, I'm the one that's coming around and reassuring the faith and reassuring the God in the situation and letting him know, you know, don't let the enemy steal your joy. But then sometimes when I'm at my weaker points, I notice the enemy comes through to me and he know and see the enemy knows your areas he knows your weaknesses so he'll know my weaknesses he'll know my areas where I, i'm really needing god in and he'll attack those the hardest and then i transcend that energy to my husband and i was like both of us have like we're in this weird space and we just like we have the day is the day is to hell now <laughs> it is the day is just out the door now because we literally just sat here and thought about some foolishness instead of us Taking those thoughts instead of me, you know, being a woman that, you know, the woman in the, and, and, and being a wife and a godly wife, taking those thoughts, rebuking those thoughts and taking that energy and going to my husband and hitting him with some reassurance about the situation. And then he can reassure me I'm taking him with some foolishness. And now we both stuck in this pit of foolishness. So that's how you have to just spin things around. You know, you have to spin it around. You can't let the attack sit there. And marinate in your mind because if you do that, then it's just going to destroy the day. And like I say, you are going to ruin the current blessing that you're living in, and you don't want to do that. And so you need, you just need to get that that God is late aspect out of your mind, and He's not coming, and He's not hearing you. He hears you, you know, and He's heard you, and He's never going to stop hearing you, baby. He's not late. He's on time. He's right there. He's going to show up. You know, and, and, but he wants you to show up for him too in this moment. He wants you to show up with your faith. He wants you to show up with some peace and he wants you to show up with some joy and enjoying and the gratitude and the gratefulness and enjoying of where you are. That's what you have to do. You have to stay. That's one of my favorite things to say is stay in a place of gratitude. You have to. And I'm constantly um, staying in a place of gratitude. I, like I said, and I'm going to always say this, I know that I'm blessed the way I'm blessed because I have always enjoyed every single level that God has had me on. Every single level I've treated like it was the top level of my life. Every single level I've treated it like, well, if this is it, <laughs> this is lit. Like I, every single level, you know, I'm, I, that's how I feel now. I'm like, if God only blesses me with one child, if, you know, this is, if this is far as he if financially as he takes me and my husband, if this is that, if this is that, I'm good. Because we have lived a blessed life so that so many will never have. You have to look at that. That's that's that statement is a, is a very humbling statement. And, you know, I like to give it to you raw and uncut. You got to start really, really realizing, you know, the small things that you have that people pray for. People pray to be where you're at. People pray to have what you have. So stay in a stay in the joy of that moment. Don't let the future and what you you know, what God has promised you throw you off and you rush it. Rushy, rushy, rush, rush, rush. That's what it is. Everybody wants to rush everything. We're in a microwave era. I say that all the time. We want everything instant. And 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 the 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 enemy has preyed on that. And that and it's put us in some real uh, some some foolishness situations. You know, the they they preyed on us with the with how we, you know, how you work. Everybody has preyed on the fact that we want it instant. And and a lot of times it ain't really the best. The best is not instant because now we have a generation that feels like hard work is like, um, like I'm not doing that. Like what? I'm not doing that. Or putting time into a marriage is not worth it. Oh no, let's not be married. I don't know. Being married is crazy. Like why would I be married? What's the point of being married? Like now we have these, these demonic and these spirits carrying around and running around. And like the generations coming up are looking at our generation and kind of being like, I'm not going to do that. 
You know, I, I think the attack on marriage has is constantly going and it's constantly getting more and more ridiculous as I as I witness it. As I see it, I'm like, what's really what am I missing? Like, what did I what did I miss? Because, see, my mother's generation, my grandmother's generation. Sure, they didn't grow up like we did. And sure, they had treacherous times and all this other type of stuff. But one thing about the black family is that it was established and they didn't play about it. And it's like and, and that and that pushed them through. that pushed us through the the civil rights movement that pushed us through um you know the era of drugs the 80 that pushed us through so much okay slavery that pushed us through us being a family us being out there in them fields singing together pushing each other together so the simple fact of the matter that we constantly are having this discussion about the black marriage and i know i went off topic but you know I'm, i just gotta say it it's crazy and I, and I really want you to do your own due diligence and your own work on why the black family is being attacked and constantly attacked. And it will, I did my own footwork on it because I was tired of hearing people say things about it. And I'm big on doing my own research. That's why I tell you, if anytime I tell you something, do the research. I don't care if, if maybe I'm, maybe I'm hitting some factuals. It's not factuals, but most of the time, baby, I've done my legwork. Trust me. I indulge in doing the legwork and doing the research. Do your research, you know, and and it, and it will really it'll really change your thinking and your aspect on everything that's going on in this world, you know. And that's why I say, you know, it's good to educate yourself in the waiting season because a lot of times that education you're getting is gonna keep you from so many attacks that are gonna come in the next the next transition, the next season where he's gonna take you. You have no idea how many times me being educated, me being in the word, me being educated outside of even, you know, just the word, me actually picking up a book and reading it, me actually, you know, get acquiring degrees and so on and so forth has helped me just stop so many attacks, attacks on my self-esteem, attacks on my dreams, attacks on my confidence. Like I'm telling you, it's important. Education is in any shape or form is needed. You should never stop. Once you stop learning, you stop living. Okay. So don't be afraid to take it a little further. Don't be afraid to research people you know, that you may read about in the Bible. A biblical story is always good to research it. Get a little bit more in depth if you don't understand it, if you want to know more about it. But what I would tell you this is, in that season, in that waiting season, in that waiting hole, education is some of the best thing that you can, it's the, it's the best thing you can do. Because it's also showing God, I'm ready for whatever you're going you gonna to hit me with. I'm ready for it, you know? I'm, I'm doing what I need to do here, and I know you're going to do what you need to do up there. That's what it's saying. So don't take that time as a time to, to have grief. Don't take that time to indulge in foolishness. And that's, that's another thing too. You know, you got to turn your head away from the foolishness. You got to say, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do what's positive. I'm not going to do what's negative. Because it's, it's easy. Arjun, and another thing I've noticed is that, you know, we um we are big. We're big on alcohol. Our alcohol abuse is kind of wild too. We're going to have an episode about that, but. Um, and I also struggle with my issues with, with drinking and I feeling like I'm indulging too much. And I've spoken with some of my family about that too, but you know, a lot of times are now, I noticed post COVID, especially during COVID COVID, we was just like in Detroit, you couldn't go in the liquor store and there wasn't no tequila in there. I don't know what y'all was doing with the tequila. I don't know if y'all was mixing it in pancake mix and making breakfast with it. <laughs> 
but it was gone. So, but post COVID, I noticed that we're still heavily indulging in alcohol and I'm noticing that. And I told myself the first of the year that I am going to completely be done with. I'm not going to be done with the red wine and the champagne because God's still working on me. But the hard alcohol, I am done with. The only reason I'm saying the first of the year is because I'm going somewhere for New Year's. And God, but maybe it's, I'm done after that. But like I said, I, I noticed that we are, we're like overly indulging. And the reason we're overly indulging is because a lot of us are in these season to transition. And instead of us doing the education and the working out and the getting in our word and the chasing at the guy, we are going out, we ski eating, we drinking, we doing all of this other crazy foolishness things, trying to compensate, trying to take our minds from the attacks that the, the devil is hitting us with. And it just has us all in, in a chokehold and in shambles. And we got to rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I rebuke it, Lord. I rebuke those negative thoughts, those negative spirits, the spirit of alcoholism, the spirit of lust, the spirit of overindulging out of all of us. I rebuke it in, in your name, Jesus. I, I had to cast it down because it's like we getting, I don't understand. I don't know. And I feel like social media makes it worse. I'm going to say it. Social media makes it worse. You know, it's always memes talking about we're going to drink this. We're going to do that. We're going to, it's, it's making it work. So take a moment to check yourself and take a moment to go into your journal, write down some things that you want to internally work on, write down some prayers that you're currently living in and write down, reiterate the prayers that you currently waiting on. Okay. And pray over those and just hand them over to God and watch what God hands you back. I will say that he's going to hand you back double, triple. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be beautiful. That's what I want you to do. I want you to truly realize that no one is no, no one is ever going to bless you and love you the way our father God is. Okay. He is never late. Everybody else is late. These outfits is late. These attitudes is late, 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 late. But let me tell you who on time. Our father God is on time. Won't he do? Okay. All right. All right. All right. That was a, that was a great word. Cause like, I, I just, I just want y'all to know he's not, I, he's on time. He's always on time. He's gonna, he's there for you, you know? And, 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 and my prayer before we leave, you know, this, this wonderful atmosphere, this great energy is that, you know, you understand that you are God's favorite and he, in his favor is going to rain upon you. He is going to continue to put a hedge of protection up around you and your family. He is going to continue to bless you, but all he wants you to do is to chase him like you chasing everybody else, chase him, run after him. Okay. Running after God, getting more God in your life, getting more of the word in your life. Turn on a gospel song. Get your praise and your worship on. You have so many things to be thankful for. You are currently always living in a blessing, living in something you prayed for. And God is just waiting to bless you more. And, and I know that. And I pray that for you. I love you. I love you so very much to the moon and back. So, um, you know, I, uh, I'm just, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful that we shared this word. I'm just more grateful for my son. I can't still am amazed. I'm watching him again on the baby monitor. I still am amazed. <laughs> you know, you be counting their respirations. Like one, two, three. <laughs> I'm still amazed that, um, I'm a mother. And one of my close friends from, from, from many moons ago told me when I spoke to her after I had asked her, she said, you know, you've been a mother for, for many years. Now you finally have your own kids. I have. I have always been the mother friend. What are you doing? What's going on? I've always been that friend. 
I don't know. It's just, it's just the spirit. It's just the energy. I think it's just a Taurus and Taurus and Taurus, Taurus in me that I am that, but I've always been that, but now I have my own child and I just want to give him the world. I, I don't even know how I'm going to get it. I've been trying to figure out how to get the moon out of the sky for the last two months <laughs> to give it to my baby because he needs it. I feel he needs the moon, but I, like I said, I love you guys. Continue to keep me and my family in your prayers. And I, I pray wherever you are, you listening to this word that it, it just, it just moved in your spirit and do not be afraid to share. Please. If you are listening, if you are listening, regram us on Instagram and share us, share, 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 share. Okay. All right. I love you guys. Bye.